Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Delaney trolls me. I don't think I don't think y'all realize this, but Delaney, this is literally a toxic relationship. Like Delaney, I agree. I'm glad you agree with your actions. Like yeah, Delaney. I'm glad that we're on the same page about your toxicity. Are you kidding? You were like you troll me. I don't. Before God, you gaslight me. I don't gaslight. Yes, you, you do. <laughs> okay, you gaslight me. <laughs> Listen, but you know what? I'm feeling good this week. I'm ten dollars richer. <laughs> I, Y'all, I'm so glad I, I remember to say that. I was I was supposed to post it on my Insta story, but I thought it was like too invasive in my life because I don't want people to be like, "So what was it about?" I mean, I'm just gonna say it now, but I made a bet with Delaney. And I lost, and I'm a sore loser. I would admit that. Like, it's one of it's one of my character flaws. Like, depending on what it is, like, I understand. That. <laughs> like, I'm not competitive at all. So. I'm not competitive. I'm okay. I'm competitive. Okay, <laughs> I've been struggling all freaking weekend. I am competitive about things that I know I'm good at. So spoons, I know I'm good at spoons. So God, this dang game. It's not even fun to play spoons, okay? It's not even fun. It's fun. No, we're not playing sk- spoons. We're working spoons. Like, <laughs> or like, that's it. Like, if I was do spoons, like sports and stuff, like, what am I gonna do? Run faster? Like, girl, I'm gonna get sweaty for this for kickball. Okay. Like, but I, I'm mad about that. Like, I'm hurt, and also you, you literally took my money. That was not expecting that. Are you kidding? It was a bet. <laughs> like, I and it was a bet that you you tried to rub that in my face. First of all, I'm good with money. I don't like. I've never gambled before. Don't, I've never gambled before either. Here I gamble. go. This is my you first. Go to the oh, you said you Jason gave you a dollar. Jason gave me a dollar and, and I lost. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna gamble. This sounds like a terrible idea. Um, I'm like not one for doing that. But when a, when a sure thing looks you in your face, like <laughs> you gotta take it, which is the only reason why I took that. I was like, this is a sure thing. And I'm not gonna tell y'all what it is about because it's really trifling, but that's like if someone I bet you the sky won't be blue tomorrow. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't even okay. We we all know that's not what it would have been about. But I texted Nikki immediately, and I'm like, "Don't you really took ten dollars from me? <laughs> well, you expected me to give it back? I was I would have been like, it's okay, girl. <laughs> you wanted to, but if I had, I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you because of my competitive spirit, my low key competitive spirit, like." I would have been. I would want interest. I would want twelve dollars. If if I won, I'd have been like, "Oh well, then give me my extra two to it." Nah, that's, it's over now. I already sent the freaking Venmo. But I said to Nikki immediately because for whatever act of Satan, I'm gonna bet with Nikki, and I have to pay her a band if she wins. And <laughs> like I texted her and I'm like, "Delaney really took ten dollars," and they're related concepts. I was to say that. And Nikki was like, well, run me my money right now. You can drive me my check right now. And I'm like, uh-uh. I might have ma- lost the battle, but I will win the war. Nikki's going to give me my bet. And Nikki, if you are listening to this, because I know you listen to this episode. I know you be listening to Classically Black. Run me my money. Run me, run me my money. Girl. <laughs> I don't know. I'm nervous. A band? That's your, I don't know why you would bet that much money. Because I'm sure that I was... I'm certain that I'm going to win. That's why. I hope you don't. <gasps> just you heard it right here i mean i know why you hope you me. literally wished that i would break my spine oh yesterday. my god let it go and that was this morning because <laughs> you were tro- because you were trolling me i'm supposed to i'm supposed to let that go but you can't let go of losing a band to nikki okay 
Nobody knows what we're talking about. So we should <laughs> yeah, we should move on. Just <laughs> pray for me, y'all, because I don't want to give a ban to Nikki. And also, let's start, a, let's start a petition to make sure that Delaney gets my money back. Maybe you could take a tip tonight. That's right. I think that's fair. No, it's not. What's fair is you bet me $10, you lost, and you pay me $10. Like, what? <laughs> well, you're $10 richer than I am. I don't know how much money. You could be richer than me. I don't know how much money you got to pay. It's over. I, it's fair and square. I lost. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that I went. Okay. I'm not gonna, I hope that I have to give Nikki a ban for what it is. But also, it's a ban. I'm stupid. And Nikki's competitive, so she's like, "All right, bet." And I was like, "Okay." But Nikki, run me my money. You understand? Give me the money. We'll see. Give me my money. It's like every day we'll be like, "Why don't you just post it to check?" Every day's back and forth. Posted it to what? You don't even know what date. I told her 2025. I thought that was reasonable because even if oh, there's a limit on it. There's no limit. It's over. Who does it first? yeah that's what i thought so like why how would you know when to post it because i just told her like she'll probably do it first and then i guess her time to get settled with settled and then okay no one knows what we're talking about but so let's we probably should just even cut this out <laughs> but we'll see. Right, we'll see worst for worst for first um what's news this week um as some of you probably heard first of all let me just get myself together because i'm not no i'm not gonna be rude Aww. I'll be reasonably rude, but I'm not gonna be like. Oh, is this a dude that pretended to? Because <gasps> I was cool. Okay. And people want to hear you, sister. Um, a man, sister. Okay. <laughs> a very pale man named uh okay. Larry Clark. <laughs> I thought you were being rude. <laughs> oh, that was, I was gonna say. No. <laughs> oh, a very pale man named Larry Clark, who is a composer slash arranger was um right um he just admitted to pretending to be a japanese woman um in order to profit from calls of diversity in music education so he used the pen name keiko yamada which is clearly japanese and clearly female like yeah like that's a pretty name that's not the point (laughs) (laughs) um he uh he admitted to this he issued a letter of apology which i had i took issue with because he literally said um he literally said that it's common for composers and authors to use pen names for centuries first of all that is not not the same it's not i was like you're not gonna throw that in there like we ain't see that that's a non-apology and also if your name is like salieri but you go by the name max like, that's not the same thing you know it's not like oh my god like you're not gonna act like your name especially if it reveals things about your cultural identity like right like it don't mean nothing because you know they'd be they'd be passing right over to aquarius and oh, no, bringing okay. in jobs like make it plain. for the job interviews so exactly like, it's not at, okay i'm annoyed um but he was like well it's common for them to use that for centuries but you know you know it's not the same thing like it was literally in response like there's been uh calls for more diversity more female composers more composers that are now white and then you you come up with a name of a japanese woman and you write underneath that name so the boy and like i don't understand what his motivation like someone find out because I, f- I have a feeling the only reason why he's saying coming clean is because somebody found out exactly because how how anonymous because it's like 
everybody knows everybody in the classical music field. Somebody had to have Googled her or something. Or, like, you go and give your... You go to conferences and stuff. Like, I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a lot of places um, have pulled his music. A lot of uh, prominent music publishers. But... Um, like after this became public they did that but some just put his real name on the score and just like continued selling it which sound like what y'all do with wagner that sound like what y'all do with strauss (laughs) y'all don't care at all do not care wow um he was even invited to be a presenter at um the midwest band clinic um, leading a talk on selecting quality literature for band first of all okay so he get he gets to get away with this with like unscathed, literally unscathed, because nobody cares. And he, and he was right also writing things like like caught Sakura and oh like God. like literally and like he's he has one thing that's called Konnichiwa, but it's spelled weird and like. <laughs> you know who he reminds me of. He reminds me of like Iggy Azalea or like Bad Baby, like people who just George like. Gershwin. <laughs> I struggle with George Gershwin because he really Shout did give Because like, Garrett would not get off Gershwin's neck. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like remember, it was recent. Iggy Azalea was talking about how she's like leaving rap or whatever. I don't know, some junk like that because like rap world's not welcoming to us. And then I'm like, you're an Australian girl who came over here and tried to act black and tried to rap and you weren't successful. You're white, right everywhere is welcome to Okay. Like, girl everywhere is welcoming to you everywhere because it's not welcoming to you yet you're famous off of it if it wasn't welcome welcoming to you you'd still be in your mama's backyard bought your music like your music was trash i thought they stopped buying it i was like you're, you're rich now you got rich off of this it was welcoming to you in some way shape or form right because it's a whole bunch of people who have literally never made it and had none of the opportunities that you have right like ain't nobody shutting you out like girl shut yourself out with your bad talent or lack thereof let's talk let's i don't understand why people don't want to have real conversations that's been that's been my motto of the week why doesn't anybody want to just say what it is <laughs> like i don't i don't get it just say i understand that everybody not everybody can like just speak like that but like just just say what it is you're talentless who hurt you this week <laughs> girl anyway well you and my ten dollars but aside from that girl you hurt yourself i told okay. you before we shook on it i was like girl this is a bad bet don't take it like coming i'm coming to you woman to woman like okay <laughs> <laughs> i was just so sure because everything was just looking good in my favor girl anyway so um <laughs> yeah he issued a non-apology saying that like I just I was uninformed which yes you were um uninformed about what I was uninformed that I was gonna get caught (laughs) basically he's basically I bet you the whole thing I I started to read it and I was like this is not interesting because it's like I'm sorry that I got caught right like (laughs) like like, because you knew it was wrong when you did it um he said that he like in the future um with his own company he has a music publishing company um I won't be patronizing. Um, I mean, and I won't be saying the name of either at all. <laughs> but um, he said that he'll strive to put out to put the composer first by seeking out composers of diverse backgrounds that better reflect the students that will perform our music. First of all, if you cared anything about that, you wouldn't have done this. Are you kidding? Exactly. Next thing he gonna come out and his and with a composer, his name gonna be Deshaun Washington, and right. <laughs> and now he got a a, a freaking 
Kool-Aid pickle sweet. Like, you have to let the Kool-Aid pickle go. I'm just trying to think of the blackest thing I've ever had. That is the blackest thing. (laughs) We were ghetto. (laughs) Kool-Aid. We're in middle school. Kool-Aid pickles. The blacks used to eat that at my school. Yeah. I I would And Kool-Aid gummy worms. Kool-Aid gummy worms are good. You know what the blacks also used to do? Like, they used to... uh, the when you go to the corner store and you pick a bag of chips oh and, i know exactly what you're talking about and then they have meat i'm not the buying chili, meat from the, the corner chi- store <laughs> okay i'm not we're not buying it off of people that's i feel like it's a little different or the like when someone has a little cart or whatever they're trying to do a little side hustle i think that's different they the corner to, store don't they the corner store at least has to be inspected oh. <laughs> <laughs> what i don't know I just, buying it off a truck <laughs> i don't know i just i don't okay, i guess yeah, so terrible, terrible, terrible. Shame on you. Also, what like, you why couldn't you just? There, there's plenty of composers. I mean, I can't really name too many of them. I mean, Mozart kind of did that with that. What's that one Turkish opera he like kind of wrote that Girl. didn't really do well? But like, if you were so inspired by Japanese culture, like, why couldn't you just be you and just write pieces inspired by Japanese culture yeah. and like appropriate culture? Like, never mind. <laughs> Sorry we just started i mean that was gonna go terribly now i mean that's pretty much what he's doing um with the publishers that just took keiko's name off it and put his like now it's just hey this white guy wrote something called konnichiwa (laughs) oh shameless and then he freaking pretended to be japanese and i felt bad because a friend of mine who's japanese she was saying that like um that was like a name that she had heard before and like and she has a very japanese name and like she's also she's also japanese and white um but she was born in japan mm-hmm. and like she was saying that like um like obviously we talk about it a lot with black composers like to see someone that is, that has the same background as you um in your field like she said all of that just to find out that it was some white guy i'm trying to think about how she was pissed understandably so understandably like, I'm trying to figure out like at what rate my skin will start melting if Florence Spice was really a white woman do <laughs> <laughs> match all this time <laughs> if Florence Price was white the whites would never forgive us or like or like we someone who's alive because this guy's alive like oh uh, like um Hail Stork okay but imagine first but of we've all, seen him in person I've seen him in person <laughs> and also like I would really, I probably would die. I, I admire him so much. Like, I'm trying to think somebody alive who's like not because I never heard of this dude. Someone who's alive that's like not like we don't see them. Who's a composer? Oh, like Carl Simon. Yeah, he just turned out. That is just citizen like, where we've seen him in person. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, we, okay, but we, it doesn't matter. We've yeah. seen him in person now. Okay, so Hail Stork. Even if it was Florence Press, because like we hear we hear about stuff posthumously all the time from composers. Like, yeah. So. Could you? But someone, but someone like Price, I think is worse because like, like she's been championed. You know what I'm saying? Like this is whatever, and like y'all fake discovered her, and it's just like okay. because she's been here. She's <laughs> literally since like eight the late 1800s when she premiered Symphony Number no. One. But y'all didn't care, right? So I mean, again, it is what it is. Um, I would. I, at what weight rate would I start combusting? Is what I want to know. What an embarrassment! He should be ashamed. He should hold his head down. I was just about to say, hang your head in shame. Hang your- what do you say? Um, di- thunder and fire. The thunder, fire, punish them. <laughs> Wishing nothing but the worst. Nothing but the worst. Long walk off a short period. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ain't getting hired. We ain't getting no job. <laughs> 
well, there's another one. A pox. A pox on you or something like that. We just cursed him in a million different ways. Yeah. Like, they get the point. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. You know me. Always wanting to do the um, bad news first. Um, something- there's worse news than that? No. I like the bad news first. Oh, it's behind us. The- yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but good news on the horizon. Um, something I just found interesting. I don't know. I know nothing of this artist, but I'm sure someone will. His name, he goes by the stage name Blood Orange. Have you heard of him? No. His name is Devontae Hines. Oh, I love you, Devontae. Come on. Um, he's British. Okay. Um, he's a black guy. And his main, um, I was looking at like what kind of music he makes. It's mainly like R&B, like neo soul kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like some of his associated uh, acts were like ASAP Rocky. And, oh, I shoot. Mean, yeah. You know, some stuff like some people like that. Well, he's coming out with um, his first album of classical music compositions. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Like um, the collection is called Fields and um, it's going to be performed by the Chicago based ensemble Third Coast Percussion. Hmm. Um, so they're not black, but he is. Um, that's all that matters, right? So, um, <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> it's coming out on October 11th on C Dial. C Dial. I've never heard. I don't know what that is. I mean, I don't watch TV. Is that a channel or something? I mean, I doubt it because it's. I think it's an album. Like maybe it's a streaming service. Oh, or, girl, I don't or know. maybe it's a. It's always oh, a record label. Oh, uh, <laughs> way off. <laughs> um. Yeah, but um, it consists of a suite called For All Its Fury. Um, also, another, some more compositions, one titled Perfectly Voiceless, one called There Was Nothing. Um, and he composed all the music um, in a digital audio workstation, um, which I don't know entirely what that means because y'all be doing all that electronic stuff. I don't know. I don't be knowing. Yeah, so. I'm literally, I'm just listening. Right, I, didn't, I know how to check my email. That's better. I mean, so. no. yeah, like, you know how to do more than me. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, I can't not do anything. Like, I understand things, but, um, and then he sent the recordings and the sheet music to the um, percussionist and they, or they like, uh, arranged it for the percussion ensemble. that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. He said this is the first time that he is, um, played music or written music that he hasn't played before. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to release on October 11th. I'll link this um, article that has the track list and the cover art, um, which is cool. It has like some photography and, you know, some abstract looking shapes and colors. <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, they love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so good luck to him on that. Can't. I probably won't hear it. I can't say I can't wait to hear it. I probably won't listen to it, to be completely honest. Um but I hope everyone else does. Wow. No, <laughs> seriously, I just don't, I don't be listen. like, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, this new thing came out, let me try, you know? I might could listen to it. Like, if I remember to, yeah. I'll search it up, like, if I remember. Yeah. For sure. Like, I'm not, I ain't listening to that mess. Yeah. Like, yeah, if I remember, when does it come out? October 11th. I might could. So. When is that? That's in a couple of weeks. Why? Yeah. The year is literally slipping between our fingers. I should really put the in chronological order. Because I just realized my next, my last piece of news is before that. Oh, but okay. whatever. That's fine. Um, I just thought this was really, really cool. So the National Symphony Orchestra um, is going to be having a concert with Maxwell. It's called uh, Maxwell, A Night at the Symphony. Okay. Right. But National Symphony be doing stuff like that. Like last yeah. year they did Get Out. 
mm. instead of doing Harry Potter like all the girls, you know? Right. Um, this is gonna be at the concert um concert hall Saturday, uh September twenty first. So, um, yeah, if you want tickets to that, I would link where you can get tickets at the Kennedy Center. Um, it's gonna be lit. I bet. Rhino. Freaking Maxwell. Maxwell right. Maxwell B. I was like go. Right. We going? No, my free little weekend. Oh, what you doing? You know what I'm doing. I literally don't. You have. We literally talked about it today. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He coming to pick you up and then y'all going on your. You yeah. see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? You are freaking trash. Sorry, I didn't mean to put your business out there. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. I didn't mean to put your business out there about you. Yeah. Me and yeah, yeah. You, I'm not gonna say his name on the thing. You gonna lie like, to the people? I'm not gonna say. His you really name about to lie? Like, you are out of control. Mission? You are out of control. Don't a liar. Okay, so um, I got this idea from two places. The first one was uh, Garrett, of course, our fearless leader. <laughs> <laughs> he did an episode of Triloquy, and he really just mentioned it like in passing. It wasn't even like a thing. I don't think I don't remember, but it was like basically this idea: like if you could orchestrate a song, like what would it be? And then also the Ilhan Harmonic, like they have a bunch all their songs that they do all the songs that they rap they're completely like orchestrated mm-hmm. so i was like i'm gonna ask Donnie. so i asked her to find three songs that she would love to see orchestrated and then and why and then um who would do the orchestration and why would you pick them to do the orchestration so you want to go first let me go first I go first. Okay. Um, we're alternating or just all. That's alternating. All right. So my first one. Okay. So when you say I would love to hear orchestrated, like we talked about this, I like things that the like the way that they are most of the time. Yeah. So like I actually was trying to go and be like, what song would I not be mad if it, like if I yeah, heard it orchestrated? Like. I feel you on that. Um. So the first one I picked was "Ain't No Mountain High Enough" by Marvin Gaye and Tammy <laughs> Terrell. <laughs> What would that sound like? That'd be kind of cool. Are you talking about? I'm something different. Oh shoot! I'm singing the the gospel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm so fucking laughs> um, no. Um, I'm thinking. Ain't no That's what I'm just saying. Ain't no oh, it sounds like you said. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no mountain yeah, it's a different version. Oh, but yeah. well, I'm in the same ballpark. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause you gotta be you know, that might be Shaka Khan's version. I was like, original. Oh, I was like, not I'm Shaka. Like, yeah, Shaka Khan. I'm yeah. like that out of tune. Like I thought. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. But I like their version best. Oh, so, okay. um, yeah. And the composer. Well, I picked that one because I was like, okay, I don't think it would ruin the song for me <laughs> to hear. Like, and but I've heard a lot of pieces like orchestrated because. The orchestra that I play with in, in LA does that with a lot of black music, but they also do it with singers and there's a band too. Mm-hmm. So it's orchestra and then the band is in front of the orchestra with the sure. singers. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more like mashed up than just we at the symphony and here you go, Martin Gay. Like, thought, yeah. <laughs> um, so the composer that I picked to do this was um, Anthony Davis, who wrote the um, Central Park Five yeah. opera, mm-hmm. because I just don't. I'm so so sorry. I just feel like none of these European composers have the juice. Like, <laughs> like no, 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 I'll give it to you. Um, 
to like i just i feel like it would just be watered down and also like you said you made a good point if you want this is one that i would probably still want a singer for and you said picking someone that's experienced with opera they know how to bend words and like that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. which yeah so is he the composer for all your songs no okay that's curious Mm. okay so i've mentioned several times my love and affinity and admiration for the baby that's D-A-B-A-B-Y. <laughs> I just love him. He's fun. That video when he beat that dude's ass in the... <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. But <laughs> when he beat his booty. Oh, okay. The, um, he should just left it where it was. And <laughs> <laughs> the Louis Vuitton store and pulled his pants. You did not have to pull his pants down. It was so rude. It was so rude. He was embarrassing him. Like, it was hilarious. There's a video with the baby and his daughter. And he said something. He was like, oh shoot but he didn't say that and his daughter was like uh-uh daddy no 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 bad words like i wow <laughs> and he, he what are you gonna do tell her he yes. shut up yes bad words <laughs> like, like he, he shut up he's like oh my bad i'm sorry like <laughs> i just love him he's fun he has a lot of money right. he's uh, he's he, being parented by a two-year-old <laughs> yeah, i mean because somebody has to and like he's just having fun he was out here with lizzo you saw that no oh <laughs> i you're on twitter so i'd assume you'd be seeing some of the same stuff i see on ig Maybe. but like the baby's just a fun guy and he's basically unproblematic i mean as far as his colleagues he's unproblematic mm-hmm. um so a song i'm gonna play as much as i can i mean like when you edit it if it's like if it says the word that's inevitable then you just leave it out but um one of my favorite songs by the baby's from his new album um it's called taking it out it's basically he's just ra- rapping about <laughs> taking his girls out so he can rap better it's amazing um but i love the baby i would want mozart to do this because the melody <laughs> let me tell you okay so the, the underlying so like mozart can do that well and then all like the little flashy because it's like it's a rap right so i'm thinking about taking it out like mozart like his rhythms and stuff like that i feel like it'll be good and he'll put like some little like on top and like I feel like it will be lit and flashy. I think Mozart does lit and flashy well. So that's mine. My first one. All right. So my second one is Stand By Me by Benny King, um, which I picked because that's a piece that or song that like I noticed the strings in it. Like the like I I like the string part in that song, which is like yeah. kind of like cheating because like in a lot of Motown they so. had string like ensembles and they also had they had strings and brass. So right. like literally the only thing you're missing is the woodwinds because you also had they also had percussion like mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's yeah. literally almost orchestra in there. Mm-hmm. Like um yeah, so I really like the um the string sort of like little feelings that they have in that song so i when i thought orchestra i thought that um and then it's also really cheating but the person that i picked to orchestrate it was hb barnum who is literally he's the guy i was telling you about he did the orchestrations for like all the the hits hits field people like for motown he did aretha's stuff Mm -hmm. he did diana ross stuff the temptation like he everybody he did it Mm -hmm. like you know um and he he composed this Aretha Franklin tribute suite that I played over the summer. So I was like, well, who better do it? Yeah, him? that's true. You know? like, <laughs> that's what he's doing. Exactly. Did, wait, did he probably s- did this. <laughs> did that suite have words? It was Aretha's songs. It was like a medley. But it didn't have... Oh, okay. So they, so they were, were singing. Oh, they were singing? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it was like her lyrics that were already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I picked. 
Um, my second song is If by Davido. Ooh. Davido. He's a Nigerian, um, what is that called? Afrobeats? Is he Afrobeats? Yeah. Nigerian Afrobeats. He's famous now because, like, the world is, like, into Afrobeats now. I mean, they, it's been here, but, you know, people get to stuff late. But, um, and he has a song called If. If I tell you, say I love you. Versace and Fifty for your body. Tati billion for the account Versace and Gucci for your body, oh baby. I do not do, not do not. <laughs> okay. Um and I would have uh William Grant still do that mm-hmm. because um William Grant still he's known for the Negro spiritual, so I think he would do it justice. You're gonna edit out every time I sing. Just a, what? You're gonna edit out every time I sing something? No. Why? Oh. Why would I do that? I was like, okay. Um, you said what? So why would I do that? I don't know. What would you say before that? Oh, I was like, that's a new girl, a new girl spiritual? You're not it. First of all, they'd, they'd be like, y'all having way too much fun out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a spiritual. Right. But I feel like, because, like, I think Afrobeats is so close to, like, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like William Grant still would do it. Do it justice. Mm-hmm. Alright, so my last one is Outstanding by the Gap Band. And you lost me. You probably know it. Outstanding. Dun, 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 boom. Girl, you something up. I don't remember this. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, you might you might know it. But Charlie Wilson was the front man of the gap band. Girl. How you doing? Oh, okay. My name is Charlie. Oh, <laughs> last name Wilson. And I was wondering if I could take you out. I mean, I'm I'm sure you're familiar with this, you know, with that sort of mm-hmm. type of phrase, like from everybody asking you out and stuff. But yeah, so this is exactly the, the stuff gap that in. I'm talking about. I'll like, honestly, is you are trash for complimenting you. It, Okay, nope, we're not doing it. Not here, not in front of all these people. Thank you. All right, so I stand by the Gap Band is what I picked because it was another one that I was like, okay, I'm gonna just see how this sounds to me. And then in the beginning, I was like, you cannot do this without guitar because it's like stuff. And I was like, this, mm-hmm. that actually would low key, so even though you can't have a guitar in the orchestra, like you can bring it in. But we're trying to think of like yeah. regular orchestra. Like I was like, this actually might sound cool if you put it on like marimba or something. Oh, like just the, the way it was because it was very yeah. like, you know, like mm-hmm. it would be cool or something like that. So I was thinking that and then. And there was this one part I was like, that sound like that sounded like low strings to me. Like it was coming together. So I was like, yeah, this is what I was gonna do. For the composer, it was hard for me because I was like, I don't know who I would want to do this. Yeah. But there's a lot of like stuff that would sound good on brass in that song. So I was thinking like somebody that is good with brass. So I picked Mahler. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's like I mean, I wouldn't say Mahler's I feel good guy, but I feel like all these people were depressed. Yeah, so, also, like, Mahler, like, he's also, he was expanding the orchestra, so, like, yeah. Marimba wouldn't be, like, a weird thing for him. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, bright, loud, yeah. like, mm-hmm. something brassy, like, Mahler might, he might could. He might could. I got a little seasoning in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, my last one is Can We Talk by Tevin Campbell. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want to know your name. Can we talk 
listen. <laughs> oh, that song is so good. It's so feel good. And it's like, you know, 90s. Like, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's nothing like with the 90s. No, 90, like 93. I don't know. Someone tell me. Someone will tell me. I don't know. You're also probably familiar with that. So. Anyway, so um, I picked Coleridge Taylor for this because, like, his richness and, like, Coleridge Taylor is a really, like, feel good type of composer to me. So I thought that he would do that really well. I also want to give um, honorable mention to Marvin's Room by Drake. I would love that freaking love that <laughs> that was orchestrated that's a nice song i mean he sucks in that song he yeah, does he's toxic he's toxic manipulative <laughs> yeah you called her because you knew that she wasn't with her dude so she would answer and he's telling her you could do better and i know you're happy but you could do better with me which i literally couldn't this is why i'm not with you anymore exactly <laughs> because you weren't good enough <laughs> so Ugh, Drake. Ugh, but whatever. Yeah, I had to. I want to get my honorable mention. So that's it. Let us know what songs that you like to see orchestrated. I mean, you probably could do it too. Like, it's not hard. People be doing that all the time, you know. But um, yeah, we're moving on. Radio. Okay, so this week I got some of the best news of my life. Oh my god. Okay, not the best news of my life because it makes me sound like I'm a hater, but literally cannot stand this person. So I was on Instagram and I saw that Nicki Minaj posted a tweet. Well, yeah, the, the shade room helped me out because I don't follow Nicki Minaj because, like, for what? So Nicki Minaj announced on September 6th, no, on Thursday, whatever, that she was retiring from rap in a tweet that says i've decided to retire and have my family i know you guys are happy now i was like <laughs> low-key to my fans keep repping me do it till the death of me in the box because i ain't feel Ugh, okay sorry because ain't, <laughs> ain't nobody checking me love you for life miss petty mrs petty okay so um and you know the the what do they call the mirages what are they called the barbs. the barbs um the barbs were like oh my god nikki where you going like oh my god the queen like where you going i was just like let her go and it's the right this is a this is a problem that i have with nikki minaj and i've said this like a couple times on the show like people know for the most part that i really don't like nikki minaj and it has nothing to do with her rapping her talent it's undeniable that nikki has talent nikki raps well this is a fact all right also like if Nicki Minaj comes up on my playlist, I will say that on my main playlist, there's not a Nicki Minaj song proper. It's with some, she's on a song, like Rake It Up is a bob. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I tell all my hoes, break it up, break it down. Oh, I can't say the rest, but yeah. <laughs> like, anyway. I mean, I genuinely don't know what comes next. So. You, know, you haven't heard this song? No. <laughs> I When I say like, you haven't heard that, it's because I know, I know you don't listen to popular music, but sometimes songs, like you heard Bodak Yellow. Sometimes, like, Wake It Up was a song of the summer in 2017. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the same time as Bodak Yellow. After after a while, I was able to recognize Bodak Yellow. But for a very long time, I was like... But then I started hearing, like, this one Cardi B song, and I was like, that must be Bodak Yellow. Like, <laughs> it's because also Bodak Yellow did numbers. It was I think it was, like, it was in, insane. I can't remember if it went triple pl- platinum or whatever. Like, it was insane how much... And we're going to get there. But, um... So, I won't, like, vomit if she comes on my playlist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, the problem I... The problem I have with Nikki has nothing to do with her talent. It's how she how she moves in the music field that I think is incredibly problematic. And I think if we were to put this in classical music terms, we would feel the same way. If you had if you had somebody like think about your studio, right? You had let's 
let's okay you had the one of the best players in your studio right there was like two of them and the one both of them are like equally good but one of them is always like oh okay you're the best player and then you're tied with someone else well don't let me trash and, and you know she don't really be practicing her own stuff she got someone practicing for her she be- <laughs> okay you <laughs> <laughs> suck for that and yeah, I heard she be she be using a broke down metronome and her strings about the same age as me and da da like <laughs> like that's annoying because why both why can't both of y'all be good right. why can't both of y'all okay <laughs> why can't both of y'all just be good bass players in the same studio and that's the problem I have with Nicki Minaj it's mm-hmm. like she's too focused on what everybody's going on around her and and her fans are annoying but I mean that's not fair because everybody's fans are annoying. And I'm not, I'm not bashing Nicki Minaj or critiquing her because I like Cardi B because I already said I'm not, what are her stands even called? The Barty Gang? Barty Gang. I'm not in the Barty Gang because I don't have the energy to be in the Barty Gang. That You have to have her post notifications on. You got to fight people in the comments. Really? You got to be like, hey. You don't got to. I feel like there's out. levels to that. There is. But like, that's like. Because mm. when they were like, you get a 60 day free trial for, um, for title for Beyonce's birthday. Like, if you sign up, they were like, Broke Hive can get y'all juice. Like, oh, okay. oh, wow. <laughs> so like, wow. <laughs> that was on Twitter, oh, of course. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, like, you could be a different part. You know, like, I, I could be in the Hive, but like I said, I'm not buying those $90 Beyonce bicycle shorts. Like, yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, 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 Chris and Kid Fury, they're in the Hive deep. Like, if I had more money, I would definitely have more Beyonce merch for sure. But her stuff is expensive. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't see myself being that much of a fan of anybody. Like, if you follow me on IG, like you know, like I'll post Cardi. Like if she looks good, I'll post her because I think she, her stylist does an amazing job. Like whatever, I think her daughter's amazing and like whatever. But I'm not like in the Barty gang. I don't even know what her stands were called. I have to ask you <laughs> what they were called. You know, that's my guess. I'm pretty sure. That's I, it. I think you're right. I think it's Barty gang. Um, so Nicki Minaj. Because of her ways, she has she's she beefs with a lot of people in classical music. I mean, okay, <laughs> you imagine <laughs> she got freaking queen right, right now. That whole Hillary Hahn, she was up in my mentions talking about what would that even look like? <laughs> oh my goodness! I would live. She beefs with people in classical music. I would imagine. live. And then daughter Mel said to me, right? He came up to me talking about well, I would like I would stand. I would live. I would I would listen to Queen Radio for that. Like you okay. beefing with Dudamel, I want to hear. Dudamel would be like, "So which one is that one?" Right. <laughs> um, but she's always beefing with somebody. She's beefing with a bunch of people like in the past. Little Kim, who she basically copied. But okay, I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to attack. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Okay, well, like was, you know, like Miley I, did come for her first. Yeah, she deserved that. Yeah. Miley was good. That was an iconic. Uh, yes, moment. That was like. <laughs> I and that's the first. I but also like Nicki Minaj. The problem I have with her, she's one of them types that she knows who to me- who she can mess with and who she can't. Like because, like okay, when it comes to beefing with Cardi B, like the moment that I will always think Cardi B for was that freaking party they were at. Like what what an amazing moment in popular culture. But um, she's a beef with Taylor Swift, who like doesn't matter. Um, another person doesn't matter. Mariah Carey. Uh, she Wait, doesn't Nicki matter. Minaj. Yeah, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Well, for what? Um, go back. 
daring her sin of judging American Idol. Mariah, oh, I remember that. Never really? mind. I remember that. Minaj yeah. Ward with fellow panelist Carrie and Idol. Which, what the heck do you have to say to Mariah Carey, who is a legend? Exactly. You would never touch her. And, okay, to be fair, let me just Nicki be Minaj fair. Is going the to legend, be a legend in her own right, but, but like, it, not Mariah in a way that Mariah Carey is. Not at all. Because, like, a kiss on. Kiss on. In Cridford. <laughs> Are you speaking English? Are you having a stroke? That's what it sounded like. Because I said Kissel and I was like, okay, Kissel and Crid Fury. Okay. Like, and Kid Fury on the Reed side note, if you don't know what we're talking about. The Reed is another oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um on the Reed they were saying that like going number one these days is literally not the same thing. You can just stream stuff. Like these people, like in Mariah Carey, like in the height of her career, was mm-hmm. like they're selling records. That's being the thing. number one. Like, like physical cds <laughs> that people had to go to the store i remember what 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 album was it I, okay the last cd i bought was a cheetah girls cd i had to go to walmart and they were sold out and then i had to go to another walmart after i begged my mom and then and she bought it yeah like you have to put in work you have to put in work like so someone having like a million copies sold or three million or whatever like Does that is n- it's not equate to it, your four million streams exactly like all they have to do is press a button or they can forget to turn it off and now you've got another sc- yeah like, <laughs> like literally that's just such that's such an amazing point and also i feel like the younger fans don't understand this because yeah. someone came from like michael jackson the other day i'm like are you f- yeah i can't, I can't I'm gonna say what it was cause i don't remember actually they didn't read it because i'm like i don't have the time for ja- okay <laughs> like comparing michael jackson to somebody else and everybody was half the people were like yeah you see they got more streams i'm like you sound you sound ridiculous first of all okay i don't remember what it was i'm not gonna pull it up because it literally doesn't matter but Mm -hmm. that that kind of stuff but fans are annoying especially the younger ones because they have no idea but um yeah Nicki Minaj beats with everybody but one of the one of the best beefs in the world was the Cardi B beef. And that was when she went to, they went to, uh, because they had problems before. And the reason they started having problems is because Nicki Minaj rose to the top. Um, Cardi. Cardi B rose to the top with Bodak Yellow. Because Cardi B had a mixtape out before. Like, her her mixtape, party with Cardi. Cardi, a party in a Rari. Diamonds all over my body. Shining all over my body. Cardi got your on Molly. Like, that was out. Cardi got your what on Molly? Anyway. That she- was, okay. Shh. You see, this is Delaney trolling me. You see this? You've done this to me. I mean, multiple times. Okay, but with for reason. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, that was me gaslighting you. I was. I was. <laughs> okay, but um, so she, Cardi had bangers out before. She also was Instagram famous because she would just say whatever on uh. Yeah, I remember that. I wish I was around for that. But um, but after Bodak Yellow did all those numbers, that's when they started beefing low key, and then people she they confused people when they did the motorsport thing because they were. I don't know if you know that song, but Cardi B, it was the Migos, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj, and everybody was like, "What is going on?" But I think what happened is Nicki Minaj or Cardi B didn't know that the other one was going to be on the record, and then Cardi said all this stuff. I don't know what she said, and Nicki Minaj was like, "She's so annoying." She was like, "Cardi really hurt my feelings. Like, I didn't. I don't know why she said all that stuff." And da da da. And I'm like, "Girl, okay." And then what really brought it to like the head was the altercation they had at harper's bazaar's icon party when cardi b was fed up and freaking threw her shoe at Nicki minaj and that was the best thing ever and then, and then she had this huge knot on her head and she walked out with the she got escorted out with the hugest grin 
like on her face because she because like Cardi is like she's hood so yeah. like rolling and, like, so was Nikki but she's been rich for too long Nikki like Nikki's annoying because she always like got something to say and then when it gets up to the when it's time to do something I mean and I get it yeah. maybe Nikki before she got famous but yeah. like she's Nikki been has rich for too long she realized she has stuff to lose like when the Migos paid that one dude to beat up the other person I'm like you guys can't do that anymore <laughs> that was like two years ago and like they're facing jail time I'm like right, you guys are so dumb exactly like, um so I'm excited that Nicki Minaj is retiring because I think that she's toxic to rap. I feel like a lot of girls are coming up now and I feel like anybody she supports, I low-key, to me, seems disingenuous because, like, she just did a collaboration with Make the Stallion and she she's all up on Instagram with Make the Stallion and it's like, you only do, I feel like, she, to me, it's like you're only doing this because you don't want people to think that you're a hater. That's where I get, That's because I've just seen so much of Nicki Minaj being like, well, this person not that good and, and it's like you're just perpetuating the narrative that like multiple female rappers can't be good together. But like, if Drake and Meek Mill made up, like, come on. <laughs> so, in light of Nicki Minaj's retirement, classical music also has a bunch of beef, and y'all, it's bad. Like, <laughs> I'm excited to one, for one in particular. For one in particular, it's like y'all are not ready. You're not you. You won't be ready. I mean, maybe some of y'all are peeped to the game, but like. It's freaking ridiculous. So we're going to talk about six uh, beefs that are in classical music. Six beefs that are in classical music and um, which side we're taking. And we're going to we're going to justify that side with a piece. Now, we understand that you cannot encapsulate that a word. I'm encapsulate. There we go. Yeah. Woof, my God, I am struggling. <laughs> you cannot encapsulate an comp- entire composer's work represented by one piece. However, this is how we doing it, so. Yeah. And also, if, like, there might be, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there might be somewhere where I'm like, okay, in this particular argument, they're in the wrong, but they still win because I like the music. Yeah, that's, like, that's absolutely true because, like, some of these people, I'm just like, because some of the people Nicki Minaj will beef with, I'm like, you're clearly better than them. What are you doing? You know? So it's, like, the same thing, like, mm. all right, let's get into it. All right. So the first one is one that I'm sure most people have heard of. I actually had never heard of this until I made you. But Mozart and Salieri were a very famous beef. But what most people know about is that, like, Salieri was jealous of Mozart. That's what I thought. I know, like, that's very widely known. Mm -hmm. But, um... And with the, the resource that we're using, it's saying that it was actually Mozart that had the problem. Which I'm going to dig into that a little bit more because I think that would make a great another trifle music history because I really want to get to the bottom of that oh. as, as much as we can. <laughs> right. Because, like, it's, it was literally 300 years ago. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're going to crack the case. Yeah. Time travel. Remember that time travel show with them kids? Never mind. That's not the point. Keep going. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Um. Yeah. So apparently, um, they keep calling him Wolfgang, which is throwing me off. Mozart. Um, and his dad. I've never seen him referred to as. Him. And they switch back and forth. Yeah. That's Who wrote a fifth grader wrote this? Okay. Like, never mind. We should... And why are you calling him by his first name? Okay. It's basic writing skills. Girl. It literally is. But <laughs> I love how we're dragging in the source. <laughs> I mean, this is not the first time we've done this. I mean, or the second, or the third. So. Oh, I thought it was. A th- okay anyway (laughs) um so mozart and his dad apparently um complained about certain italian court composers that were attempting to like mess up mozart's career like and they singled out salieri as one of the people that they thought was trying to do that 
first of all, he probably wouldn't even worry about little Mozart at the time. Like exactly. Like, but like, I mean, it, I feel like it's the same way as that is like that's like me going to some little prodigy and being like, well, I'm gonna mess up their career. Like yeah. they're simply better than you. So what are, what are you doing? What do you say? Why are you sabotaging them? Exactly. At their at their very very worst, they're still leagues better than you. So uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is so true. Also, like. I don't understand this thing with people. It's another thing where I'm confused with Nicki Minaj. It's like, you only want people to listen to you. That's not weird to you. Do you only listen to yourself? Or do you only listen to one person? Like, they can't listen to Salieri and Mozart? That's right. dumb. Right. Okay. It's confusing and it's weird. Right. Um, but it also says that Mozart's dad, Loki, might have been just looking to blame Salieri because at certain points in Mozart's career, like, he, he wasn't as popular as, I guess, they thought he deserved to be. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, this must be Salieri's fault. Like, must be. He must be doing something. Um, yeah. No, girl. What? I said no, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But basically, there's really no record that Salieri was even worried about Mozart and what he was doing. Like, he probably was just like, I'm just trying to get my coins. Like, mm-hmm. the coins that are left over from you dusting me. So. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've honestly I've never heard anything by Salieri. It's 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 not it, it's <laughs> like I I've no. Well, we were listening to him earlier. That yeah. was Salieri earlier. Them dry overtures. That was Salieri. Oh, I mean, but seems like the beef, if there was any, was um wrapped up because Mozart said that Salieri was a supporter of him. I mean like, that would be so. <laughs> like like Mozart was that girl. He was like right. famous. Right. You know, like Which how did he what was his downfall? Because how did he die poor? He spent all his money and then oh. I I think if I remember correctly, I mean I don't want to get to lying. I'm not gonna get to lying on here. But yeah, he does he spent all his money because he was like a very flamboyant person. He spent all his oh, money. Yeah, he would be like out. Yeah, he'd be like clubbing and all that other junk. He had a whole bunch of hoes. And then it threw his body into a... <laughs> into Which a, could not have been good at that time. Oh, my God. First of all... Nobody was washing. Y'all wash your legs now. And, like, how far... The, like, how far deep did y'all really put them? Like, that's freaking nasty. I don't care. Like, that's freaking disgusting. It's also embarrassing. Like, you're Mozart. I feel like... Do you think... Okay, do you think celebrities... Like, you think Beyonce wakes up in the morning and, and is like, I'm Beyonce. Do you think she does that? Or do you just Probably be... Not because it's like to me if i was like i'm freaking mozart like you're not putting a little money aside you're not being a little bit more careful you know what i'm saying i don't know because I, I get that she doesn't wake up like i'm beyonce but she's also not gonna let her legacy just i mean but look at bill cosby but that's not, that's different but you're not gonna let your legacy just like crumble to, to ashes oh yeah but beyonce is that businesswoman. like hey, that is true like I'm, I'm sure like she's smart about that yeah but you know you can't tell these guys uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell them nothing. at all it all so whose side you on oh, i completely forgot about that part <laughs> i feel like it's goes without saying you see me like okay so i'm on mozart's side just because like it seems like honestly to me it seemed like it was mozart's dad that was really pushing the beef like, yeah, I don't think much I care much about Salieri. I don't think yeah. he cared much about anybody. Especially because, he, like, after him saying, like, nah, Salieri was, like, he was supporting me, like, we cool, you know? Yeah. But it said that, like, that his dad was mainly, like, well, he not, he not as, as, as as successful as he's supposed to be right now, and it must be Salieri being, you know? And, like, yeah. parents could be like that. Yeah. Especially, like, if you it's got a hover, like, yeah. 
So I feel like it was mainly him. Um, so I picked Mozart as my um, the winner, and of course my justification is like the only Mozart. Like I mean, Mozart has a lot of good music. Obviously, he's a literal, a literal legend. Um, it's not my cup of tea, um, but I made it known that I really like um, Abduction from the Seraglio Overture. Oh, yeah. So that's gonna be my. <laughs> uh, for me on on this I would I tried to give Celieri a chance but his his competition is boring like if somebody has just one gem mm. I mean his overtures they're not terrible it sounds like what an overture is supposed to be like there's an opening theme then it goes minor there's a little stuff in the middle and it's over like it's fine but it's like compared to Mozart they're like literally incomparable actually um, and I'm a huge fan of Mozart's overtures and a piece that I will use to justify this. I mean, I'm I'm torn between if we're talking about overtures, let's say Magic Flute Overture. I think it's like one of, it's one of my favorites uh, thus far. I also have a special place in my heart for that overture when I used to like conduct on a low. Um, and also, he gave us Symphonia Concertante. He didn't give us a sonata, but he did give us that oh, little. Oh, that does go. Oh, I'll listen to that. Yeah, I love that piece. Okay. So the next one is Brahms and Liszt. So there wasn't like true beef here. I mean, at the end of the day, these people were just rude. And I feel like that's a reoccurring thing for classical musicians, period. Y'all are rude across the board, okay? From the nicest to the meanest, y'all are rude. I'm sorry, like, if you feel attacked by that, then you probably are one of the rude ones. Okay. We, I feel like it's probably just comes from like being in a field that's like, you have to point out things that are wrong. Yeah. Like, and some of y'all so just don't know how to deliver it. You get it blunt really quick i mean we were talking about them kids yesterday and we were like <laughs> wow well, like, you were like, oh okay. that was that was you <laughs> but i was like never mind gonna say that. but so the, basically listen brahms came from the same they they both like held like beethoven up as a saint like they they were writing in the same style almost like list can sound brahmsy to me and vice versa if, if you at the right moment but like they they just came from different schools right so um list was from the new german school and then like brahms came from like the mozart Haydn descendant type thing the thing with the thing that really <laughs> i love this for brahms okay so they both criticize each other so brahms fell asleep at one at the premiere of list piano sonata and b minor which is a freaking rude that piece yeah. is lit i don't really stand piano music like that like i i, I have the urge out of nowhere for whatever reason to go, to go on a little piano recital like i feel like i would i, I would enjoy that i'm gonna try to find me one um so i don't know it won't be hard <laughs> also, also you're right also you're you're at list this was like a celebrity you're at and you're brahms right. so you're falling asleep at his at his thing at, at a premiere of a major work okay like the the equivalent of the paparazzi was not gonna see you yeah like, like they were coming to yo the shade room was around back then you would be screwed um but the feeling was mutual because list uh said that brahms music was hygienic but unexciting which is like i feel like y'all are just being rude for no reason because that's far from the but also i feel like that's low-key how critics talk how what critics like this yeah. job like it's not yours but like right. i feel like that is something that i mean but also like imagine somebody put that on your on your jury program you're exciting hi but uh, listen if someone told me i was hygienic but exciting i'm still i'm gonna get an orchestra job if all my stuff was clean that's true you could be unexcited <laughs> well depending on the orchestra yeah because some orchestras just want like can you play in tombs is um but yeah i mean in this 
in this uh scenario i'm still picking brahms and like don't let me get to defending brahms but um i'm not really too familiar with this list work um just because like he wrote a lot of piano music and that's not really where i sit um however i I just interact with brahms music more i do think that violas hold brahms to a way too high regard um because like you could really just champion hail stork who did way more for the viola than brahms ever did but um that's another conversation for another day um and i justify this with brahms piano concerto number one i was like fine let's put them next to each other like piano music piano music that concerto slaps like brahms did that he does ones very well symphony number one okay <laughs> don't get piano concerto number one. <laughs> no 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 we're not doing this we are not doing this all right so i also picked brahms um for the simple fact that his third violin sonata goes i love the first movement the second movement i'm wondering who hurt him like Mm -hmm. brahms riding like that yeah i'm like are you okay like his dog died (laughs) every day his favorite one (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i was about to say hope he feels better but Never mind. Oh my god. That was like an instinct to say that, but I was like, that's literally useless. What? <laughs> he has to be dust by now. Okay. Um, alright, so our third Ooh, who is my favorite personally one? my favorite. <laughs> oh my god, this is freaking messy. So Brahms moved up to the big leagues because the the beef with list was nothing in comparison. Nothing. So um <laughs> This is between Brahms and our fave Tchaikovsky. Hey, boo. <laughs> That's my brown care. Um, so Tchaikovsky was known to criticize some people. Like, okay, but let's make it clear that his criticism and Strauss being a a low key Nazi is not the same thing. Yeah, because we heard some people like when we were doing research for the Strauss episode, like some people were like, "Well, you can say that he's a bad person, but Tchaikovsky said this." I'm like, "That's not the same thing." Being a bully, he literally and, wrote, and being like, <laughs> he literally pledged his allegiance to Hitler. Yeah, it's not the same thing <laughs> at all. Like and saying, "I don't like your piece." Like, yeah, I mean, he said. I mean, he said, "Wait, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't believe Tchaikovsky said that." Right? You don't, you don't listen. To his fifth symphony and then read this. Okay, let's just let's just say it because people are like, what do he say? Right. So <laughs> to begin with, he called Brahms quote a giftless bastard. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying that sent me. And conce- uh, conceited mediocrity that is regarded as a genius. <laughs> First of all, that's not even fair because Brahms wasn't conceited at all. He was actually like because his um I forgot who it was whoever came with Schumann was like you gotta check Brahms out like he's the next big thing like da 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 and everybody was like alright bet what are you writing mm-hmm. like so he was like that's why his first symphony took him so long to write because he was like oh girl I don't know about this mm-hmm. so that's not fair so but yeah, we don't know maybe he was walking around where was they at Russia I don't know Tchaikovsky was I don't know where Brahms was okay well Germany and, but he might be over there uh, he he's strutting around Europe like he owned the place. Like you never know. Also, like where right, okay, uh, <laughs> where Tchaikovsky was like that side of Russia, like borders Eastern Europe. Like it's like on that side of Russia. No, so. I don't know. Russia big. It's like Russia huge. Don't be like you country that big for. How do you manage that? I mean, I think a lot of it's wilderness though. Like, like especially true. the, the like northern part. Like, just ice. Really? Yeah, I watched this. I watched this video at like, the coldest place on earth. Like kids. The most dangerous way to school or something. There's a, there's a series about that. Kids be crossing bridges and junk. I'm like, I'd rather be dumb. 
I'd rather be dumb. <laughs> because, like, they're literally risking their lives. Like, like. Wait, so I can learn three times six? I'm okay. No, like, there's, there was this one thing, I forgot what country it was, where, like, they live on, on one side of this huge valley. So they have this, like, um, little trolley thing that they go, like, this, this wire that this goes across this okay. massive valley. Like, if you fall, you literally will not survive because it's, it's literally, like, a thousand feet down. Okay. And well. it's, like, seven year olds getting on this little thing. I kid you, I'm show it to you after every day. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, the coldest places on earth, it's like they live in like some part of like Serbia, like Russia, some somewhere, and it's literally like negative twenty degrees, and like, but it has to be like negative twenty, and they can go to school, and like you have to hurry up or you'll like literally freeze to death. Girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Um, but Brahms didn't care for Tchaikovsky's music. He, okay, so I think Brahms might have just had narcolepsy because he. Uh, <laughs> I'm confused because it says that he fell asleep at the premiere of his Fifth Symphony. The Fifth Symphony? How do, of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony? How does it start? Oh no, Tchaikovsky lit. doesn't have a Fifth Symphony. Oh no, he wrote six. <laughs> yeah, we're struggling today, y'all. Are you okay? <laughs> Like, are you? Oh, yeah, he only wrote four. What are you talking about? Like, yeah, literally, check five is extremely popular. Wow. I sound dumb. Yeah, yeah, I have the lip part. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I sound dumb. That's a huge viola. Violas have a huge melody. Okay, it's not a huge melody, but we're the only ones playing. He ain't got a fifth symphony. You hear me? <laughs> the hour is not. It's literally not. It's not, um, but like <laughs> uh, y'all be been working on it. We, we have stuff coming up yeah. for y'all <laughs> or whatever. Um. So anyway, he fell asleep at uh, Tchaikovsky's uh, premiere, his fifth symphony. Which I feel like you shouldn't even take it personally at this point because he yeah, was sleeping. Everybody's he, he's sleeping thing. anywhere. He like, people just left all asleep. Anywhere. He just tired. Like, <laughs> right, he tired. <laughs> He might have eye, um, undiagnosed narcolepsy or something. Like, oh, I think I just think he's rude. Oh, because I'm just mean you sleep everywhere, but there are people like that. That sure, is true. That are just sleep everywhere. They don't care, which is rude. But yeah, especially at a premiere. At a premiere, like, stay at home. Right. Like, if you're tired, stay at home. Probably is like, it's, it's just Tchaikovsky. Like, I need to go. But you're not supporting him. Right. I'm confused. Y'all are weird. So, in a, a letter that he wrote in 1878. Um, he said, what would I say to Brahms? <laughs> I would have to tell him this. Herr Brahms, I consider you to be a very untalented person, full of pretensions, but utterly devoid of creative inspiration. Oh, wow. Here go my favorite part. I rate you very poorly, and indeed, I simply look down upon you. <laughs> I just, I rate you very poorly. <laughs> And okay, well, what would I say to Brahms? <laughs> like, you imagine walking up to somebody? I rate you very poorly. I simply, that's, no, indeed. Indeed. I simply look down upon you. Like, that's it. I simply look down upon you. Also, like, that's not, okay. That sucks. <laughs> you suck for that because, you know, you know, like, just because, like, you don't like his music doesn't mean, like, you're, like he's not his music. He's a he's a person that writes music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you are literally because you don't like his music, you're attaching. Like that's that's true. Messed up. That is freaking messed up. An untalented person. Also, void of creative inspiration. 
I saw, I love Tchaikovsky, but let's not talk about let's not forget about that L you took with Eugene Normandy. Okay, okay. <laughs> like that was a flop. Okay, not a flop. <laughs> the whole world agrees. Like that opera was trash. Okay, and also let's not forget about the middle symphonies. The middle ones. I've never heard three. <laughs> How I've, pl- I've played two a lot. I've heard one. It's okay, once. I don't like one. The only thing I, I can remember about one is that it's, it ends how two starts, which is cool to me. That is cool. Um, yeah, but that's the only thing I remember about one. Um, Look, let's not get too let's not get too excited, okay? I'm mad. I'm really sat up here and said he didn't have a fifth symphony. Like I'm just stuck on that. I don't know what who. But you also I think you just misspoke. Like you ain't, you ain't believe it. Yeah, if I knew it was like it. some even numbers. So I was like, yeah, I got four. Like, you if you double down on it, I'd have been like, Could you imagine? <laughs> you fought me on it when we were sitting in front of Google. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> chillin'. All right, but it's not even the best part. So, um, 10 years later, they actually met in person. Yeah, okay, this is why I started having a problem. <laughs> right. And it's, Tchaikovsky said none of those things. Yeah, but I thought you would say that to Brahms. That's the first thing. Secondly, like, this is some Nicki Minaj stuff. Because just like at that, at that little party they were at, Cardi B was like, what's good? And you had nothing to say i have a problem with that you talk about all this stuff say it to my face right so we could square up it said that he didn't care for the piece that they played which was brahms um piano trio number two number three number seven <laughs> just throwing out numbers these days so. okay um uh he didn't care for the piece but he said against his expectations he actually found brahms himself to be endearing which is like what you said like Okay, he's a person, not just a music. Like you cannot like his music, but he's still a person. So you, talk- so you ended up you actually liking him as a person. You like him, and also you literally judge a person based on like their music. I simply what look down dummy. upon you. Like not even I don't care for your stuff. I'm better than you. Yeah, I look down. You just called him you. a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Was oh my gosh! I guess he sucked. I mean, I still stand, but right. you suck. I, I don't know why he was so like he was bent over him. Also, like, like he was probably projecting all his like yeah. inner stuff. He's like I mean, he was in a marriage that was like he literally had a beard, right? So and like, um, everyone was able to come out and like people yeah. constantly criticized him. And like, let's not forget about that opera. I would never let that go. Yeah, what an embarrassment. <laughs> um, but after that, like, they said that some of the tension between them was eased after they... I mean, which I guess it was literally 10 years later. Like, you can't see Yeah. That, you know? Also, like, who is Brahms in your everyday life? Yeah. Um, but they were... Um, but he never said nothing about Brahms ever again after that. So... If I was Brahms, I'd have been like, I, so I heard you got something to say? Right. I'm, I'm literally like that, though. With certain things, I'm like, I heard you guys something to say. So what are we talking about? Especially like it's 1800. Like who, who's going to jail? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like who's really going to jail? Oh, okay. <laughs> like I'm rolling up. I'm like, I heard you was talking. What are we talking about? All that's to say. I'm like, what, what's good? I want to know. Like. Got the prop that I was fine with it. I was laughing. I was kiki keen, and then you saw him in person. You had nothing to say. I have right. a problem with that, girl. Tchaikovsky, don't make me do this to you. All right. What? I mean, I recognize that Tchaikovsky was in the wrong, like in this particular situation. Oh, like he was rude and messy for no, for no good reason. I mean, but you know, like a little bit of mess. Like 
for mm. no reason. A little bit of mess kind of nice for the soul. Not for the soul. <laughs> the soul. Um, yeah, but I mean, I listen to more Tchaikovsky than I do Brahms. Absolutely. I like him better as a composer. Yeah, and I also think Brahms is overrated. So, and I mean, as far as a particular piece, all of them. Like, <laughs> maybe not all of them. But that's you. That's you. I mean, not. All. I'm sure not. All. I haven't heard everything that Tchaikovsky's ever written. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, just overall, his style of composing, I like better than Brahms. Yeah, I would agree. Like Tchaikovsky all day. Like I know Tchaikovsky's like sucks, but um, apples to apples. I mean, I okay. I will say I think Brahms symphonies are better, except for like five and six. I think they squat and relieve themselves on Brahms. Okay. <laughs> However. Um, if we want to compare, like, oh, like two, what two? I, oh, am I really gonna say this? I feel lightheaded. I think, I think that Brahms two is better than like Chike one, Chike two, Chike four. Especially Chike four. I oh, I forgot. People don't like Chike four. I do not like Chike four. I will take. I will put. I, why don't you write some real music okay that's literally a theme from one movement of the whole okay i just like day i'd rather play brahms 2 than than chai 4 um also i'm not gonna don't make me get defend brahms but if we play if we compared so i will say that if we were compared like apples to apples like for example Tchaikovsky's violin concerto is leagues better than Brahms' violin concerto. I don't understand why the girls love Brahms. I, I just don't. I don't get it. Okay. I feel like we've been doing this forever. <laughs> I do too. Um, <laughs> you always have to do everything forever. I know. Everything feels long to me. Even though, like, I was going to say, like, by the time we finished the intermission, we were, like, only, like, 35 minutes in. Really? That's yeah. good for us. That's so good for us. Usually we... Actually, that's not... That's only, like, 10 minutes ahead of schedule, actually. Yeah. Or, well, it depends on the intermission. Yeah. Also, it feels longer for me because it's on your computer this time, so I have no I have no sense of the time. Um, so the next one is WC and Ravel. Let's just move on through this. <laughs> Pick your poison. I mean, um, like, the worst of the world. Right. So I feel like it's. It, I mean, there's a trend. It's like people who are in the same era of classical music are beefing with each other. So basically, WC was more established in Ravel at this point, but. Ravel started to rise to fame. We've seen a trend here, and like the relationship became sh- strained, which means like Ravel should just cut WC off at that point because if someone's success is making you making them feel some type of way about you, like you need to cut that off. Like it ain't nothing to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people were arguing about like who influenced who and blah blah blah. I'm like, girl. So the friendship ended um in the beginning of the 20th century. And no one really knows uh, why, but we know that Debussy was offended when Ravel ignored his advice to leave his string quartet unchanged. So, um, which that worked out for him. It really worked out. He for him. It. Because I think that string quartet is one of the best, um, one of the best things that, music Ravel, that he has to offer. Yeah, sure. not to offer. Oh, that's what I mean. Um. And also, there's a little bit of mess here, and I love a little bit of mess. So, Ravel, okay, you know, remember all that stuff with Debussy's wife? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, how could I forget? How could so Ravel provided some financial support to Debussy's wife after he deserted her? That is freaking. First, first of all, first oh, was Debussy mad because you, you have no right? 
after what you did to that woman. I feel like, like somebody has to help her. And I, I feel <laughs> like if I remember correctly, when we talked about that, all of France was like confused. They were like, "Did you really just leave your wife?" And she also shot herself in her face. Like, <laughs> I feel like everybody was like, "You know, can remind me of Paul Bart, the mall cop guy. Who's that? Kevin James? I don't know." <laughs> Um, but that I I love me I love that that is messed up like it's not it's not messed up because what because I'm sure he did it to help her and not like to spite WC like he probably was just like this poor woman like but also it might be a little bit of both it might be like it's a benefit to it like you know it's a it's a bonus cherry on top (laughs) it's it's a bonus it has to be a bonus because it's like anybody can help her you know what I'm saying like y'all were just like. Debbie C fell out with you, actually. And then he's like, you know what? I might could just go help your wife. That is messy. I love it. Shout out to Reveal. That's amazing. I love that for you. Um, <laughs> but um, Reveal was like, girl, it's probably for the best because we're literally fighting over nothing, which sounds like a stance that I would take. I'm like, you could be mad. Um, and in this regard, I would take Reveal over Debbie C any day. I would take anybody over Debbie C. I, I, would, I would take Josh Prez over Debbie C. I'm wondering if I would take Copeland over Debbie C. I'd probably take Debbie C over Copeland, honestly. I do not like Copeland. I like some parts of what is that, Appalachian Spring? Appalachian Hill? I guess. I like some parts of that. I it's guess. also VL likes her because I have no choice. Um, I also picked Reveal because Daphne and Chloe. And, oh my God, he did that. And like, what am I going to say about Debbie C? I'm so so sorry, but like I mean, I've little... yet he has yet to impress me. Which I mean, I'm no one to impress. Like, who am I? But like, there's not. It's just he's just not my cup of tea. We should we need to get we need to find like a WC expert who's black. Sounds and... obscure. <laughs> I gotta be honest. <laughs> so they can put us on WC because maybe we're missing something. Yeah. Because yeah, maybe I mean if he has some hidden compositions that are a completely different style, then sure, yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of impressionist music at all. Like, why can't you just be what it is? Why does it have to be the impression why of music? Be an impression. <laughs> like, can it just be it? I just want to give the impression that you're that you're listening to music. Just give me the music. It would be great. And it's not even like like you can do music in all kinds of different styles. It is like yeah. it's not it's not this or that. I just. And this should be a whisper of a tree. Oh my god! And all like, that like little like floaty that. atmosphere Ugh, that like, it creates, and like I do not like that. Like I'm just suspended in nothingness. Like even like what's that piece? I don't even know what it's called. Like it has like a famous oboe thing. Cause I remember being ignorant when Jasmine was playing it. It's like theater ding, theater ding. Sound just like the type. Theater ding, theater. Someone will tell me what that is. I just don't. Oh my god. I don't like it. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Moving on to Stravinsky versus Prokofiev. All right, so um, they were cordial to each other, apparently. Um, and uh, they said that Prokofiev was uh, influenced by Stravinsky, which I can believe, like, in a very small way. Yeah, you know, like, influence, like, imp- like, you know, he left an impression on him. Yeah. Maybe he influenced him and, like, maybe that's what I don't want to do. Like, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. if, if that's the case, then WC influenced me quite a bit. Quite a bit. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we so rude to that man. Um, yeah, he definitely, oh, but he's not in heaven. I mean, who knows if he, he might, he might could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll nah. see. 
Um, I mean, I'll have some questions, but ain't Yeah, after what he did to his wife, well, that's the main thing. That's like, a, it has nothing to do with it. Like, obviously, I don't think he should go to. I don't think he should burn in eternal flames. But yeah, like, like for his music. But what you did to your wife was checked. <laughs> like, was very, very evil. Um, anyway, um, Prokofiev offended Stravinsky by telling him that there was, quote, no music um, in the opening to Firebird. Which, which I was like, like, that's a stretch. It's like you could say that about some things that Travinsky wrote, but not Firebird. Not Firebird. Like, there's music in that. It wasn't just nothingness. Yeah, like, that's it. It wasn't just noise. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like, I mean, but but Prokofiev was also doing like some kind of you know obscure stuff. Like, I know people was up in arms about um about Stravinsky's music like it was riots and stuff mm-hmm. like I get that but also it's not like Prokofiev was a simple was like a super traditional guy yeah I like, think he like masked his traditionalism with like like little weird stuff like his mm-hmm. classical symphony is a little odd still you know yeah it's true um but and also he was doing that purposely to be in the yeah. style you know mm-hmm. like quintet is weird it's weird mm-hmm. like <laughs> But, like, so, I'm, like, I don't even get why you mad. Like, I just feel like, like you said, it is people with similar styles, which makes sense. Because, like, if you're, if this is your thing, like, you do it that way because you want to. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the way that you think is the right way. But, um, then Stravinsky came back and was, like, bit. Um, and told, and told Rokofiev after his opera, The Love of Three Oranges, um, premiered. Y'all are so weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. After that premiered, Ugh. um. Stravinsky said that Prokofiev was quote wasting his time composing operas. Okay, I was like, okay, not wasting his time. Um, and then um, Prokofiev said that Stravinsky quote was in no position to lay down a general artistic direction, oh. um, since he see he himself is not immune to error, which I think is completely reasonable. That is reasonable. Like the first part, I was like, dang, like, dang. He said you ain't in no position to give him no advice. Mm-hmm. Like, but then when he said that, I was like, that's very true. Is this him being an adult? Like, yeah, it's like, like somebody threw shade at you and you're like, okay, girl. Do you not also mess up? Right. Like maybe he didn't like the how it turned out. Like also like Travis's operas. Were, I mean operas. His um little ballet stuff was weird. Yeah. What's like. Um, what's the one right of spring when they hopping with their feet all sickled and junk that like one that? and Petrushka Petrushka's freaking weird Petrushka's weird okay <laughs> like that's why Prokofi was like I know this man ain't I like <laughs> Man, oh, I don't know. man, ain't talking <laughs> with people on weird Could feet. You imagine <laughs> a freaking recording resurfaces of his voice, and that's what he sound like. Oh, oh man, no, this man ain't talking. <laughs> 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 Did they want that some of his stay feet looking like this, jumping up and down like a stupid? <laughs> and y'all going along with the okie doke? Okay, sure let's be real. Because like I said that all, um, all the time. Like if somebody like someone who will not be named, like said they were out we were in the, outside the practice room they were like oh that person's intonation is really bad i was like do you have perfect intonation all the time like it's not done we're also all at school and if you were popping you would have a job already there's not a single person on the planet earth that has never had bad intonation right even if you have perfect pitch you still have to work on intonation right like it's, it's not harder actually <laughs> like come on sis um but then prokofiev said we almost came to blows and were separated only with the. Oh, hey, finally some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got that messy. Because I don't people want to talk. Let's go. Let's box. Let's go. Right. He said our relations became strained, um, and for several years, Stravinsky's attitude attitude towards me was critical. It was like that y'all was really about to be boxing in the concert hall. I mean, like, I'll be mad if I look like Stravinsky too. 
Yo, he look like a fish. He do. He do. <laughs> he do. Oh my god. Wow. So, he was low key cute. Little side part. What lace? Oh. <laughs> you know what? That's so much for listening to Classy Black Podcast. Um. Okay. You suck for that. That was terrible. Okay. Um, so I'm clearly on Prokofiev's side. Um, I like his music better. And also he was right. Like, you yeah. literally can't. Why are you coming for him when you, you yourself have plenty to work on? Right. Like, literally didn't ask for your opinion or your criticism. Not your place, not your job. Yeah, I agree. I, <laughs> I enjoy Prokofiev's music. Music. Okay, music. So, well, you can say music, but not in this context. Anyway. I enjoy you want your richest stuff don't nobody ask for that okay I enjoy Prokofiev way more um I don't love Shervinti I have a love-hate relationship with Shervinti because I had to study him in undergrad like his little soldier's tale what's his name do his like exam on that Richard he focused on yeah that's some Richard stuff probably yeah I believe he did yeah I think he did um and I really like what piece of Prokofiev do I even like Peter and the Wolf Peter and the Wolf yeah I like classical symphonies love it I like the quintet obviously and I like um, Dance of the Nights from his Romeo and Juliet oh yeah that is lit I You can't say anything actually. Now one period. thing. Like Alright. Let's wrap it up. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I'm actually this is actually a lot of fun to me because I love I'm, I'm messy. As long as I'm not in the mess. <laughs> oh. Um, so last one is Steve Reich and Philip Glass and like honestly, like I don't really know too I know yeah. Reich did the clappy stuff and like Glass I like his like movie music little feel, but that's probably the extent that I know about them. Um, but they both were pioneers of musical minimalism. Same sis. Um, and they were they both went to Juilliard. They were in the same class. They were even born like within months of each other. But like what we've seen with the girls before, like they since they shared so much of the same um background and stuff, like they they just had like a little beef, like people pin them against each other because I guess that's fun for y'all. I don't know what's yeah. weird. Fuck they do with female rappers. So. Yeah, literally. Um so they were both doing it in the same genre, both in New York City. So their relationship like naturally soured. Um, and there was even <laughs> okay, this is freaking ridiculous. So they, uh, what's his name? Reich accused Glass of plagiarism. So Glass, I'm like y'all don't even, like. I get that y'all both do minimalism, but like your styles are so different. Right, if you only lose, if you only use two notes in your thing, like right, like what are we and like, right? Let's be real. Like he wrote a whole music about like clapping. Okay, is he the four thirty? No, that's John Cage. Oh, you see me? I, I really like after Hendrix, I really tune out. <laughs> no, and I don't it, blame you. And I like tune back in for Black composers. <laughs> it just gets real fuzzy around nineteen sixty. Um. However, so then Glass was like, all right, bet. So he was going to dedicate his piece two pages to Reich, and he was like, he, like, rescinded that. And I was like, oh, I love me some mess. Um, so they didn't, speak to, they didn't speak to each other for, like, 40 years after that. And they they met again at, like, some random, like, uh, event. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're fine. Like, 
it is what it is and then um, yeah because i mean why would you be holding that grudge for 40 years exactly especially like <laughs> over somebody like not even your friend not even like your family like this well fa- like that doesn't mean that if someone did something to you you shouldn't but we can that's not it's not a mental health episode but um yeah also and then glass said later like in like 2014 he was like yeah we were beefing but like you that's to be expected like classical music is competitive you know and whatever so i mean given a little i know about these two i would still pick philip glass because like his composition style more i think he has like more diverse music and also like steve Reich stuff is weird and like that little that piece like music for 18 musicians where they're like oh i'm so glad i didn't click on it because if i had heard that i'd have been pissed <laughs> that i wasted my life on it okay <laughs> like, i'm sure there's some beauty in that but i'm not looking for it yeah right to someone else yeah beauty's nice. i mean put me on to steve Reich. maybe we, he, he's, he's probably still alive yeah maybe Sorry, Stevie. Stevie Weaving. Um, I also picked Philip Glass. Um, we listened to his. What was it? This was violin concerto, and oh, not the other one because I was gonna mention the violin concerto. Like that's one of the reasons why the other one was like metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. Yeah, beautiful. It was. Yeah, that was pretty. Um, but I like that one, and his violin concerto was cool. So yeah, I picked him. Finally, finally, finally. Right. I mean, what do you think about beef and like classical music? what's your opinion on that i'm a firm believer that what anyone else is doing is none of my business like Like, all you have to do is live pay taxes and die we did just spend the past like 40 minutes talking about other people's business but (laughs) But that's different we have a show like people tune in to like listen to us have an opinion and like this is already done it's not like we're like so what y'all doing over there like we were talking about a situation that happened and like whatever but like as far as like people are around me right now i'm not listening to nobody's other practice session i don't care i don't yeah like i i literally do not care what you're doing wrong what i'm doing better than you like you know also i think better than you is relative it's relative also i think it's dumb because it's like okay so you you're going for an audition and three other people in your studio are going for it too and all four you're like well what, what do i need to sound like and, you know well go kira to sound like this and, da, 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 da. and it's like you really need to the audition is gonna be 40 other bass players it's pointless <laughs> it's literally pointless like i just i think beef is tired and i feel like you have too much time if you beefing with somebody i literally don't, don't have the time the energy the interest and it's not energy worth it. and interest what are you winning money exactly if i don't get a chance like i mean not not like i, that. I know what you mean <laughs> yeah yeah but like it, i'm literally getting nothing but like what's that that quote about like poison does uh more to the container that um like that it's in than what you like poured on i forgot it's, it's i don't know it's worded in a way that is actually like eloquent mm-hmm. but <laughs> i mean i feel what you're saying I'm yeah like, but like if you hold anger in you anger is like poison and it's eroding at you and not the person you're angry at when you think you're radiating yeah like you got jealousy you got animosity towards somebody okay they're practicing though right (laughs) what are you you're looking dumb you're looking on their instagram like they don't sound that good right meanwhile your your instrument collecting does so that's that's so freaking weird to me like sending people videos me like you heard this right you heard that that note like girl Girl. (laughs) meanwhile a note ain't resonated in your practice room how long right (laughs) let's get into it your instrument don't know your touch at all Right. I don't know your touch. <laughs> All right, and on that note, and on that note, oh, let us know what you think. We'll, we'll post it on Instagram. Y'all, y'all can do this or that. Y'all, go, y'all girls can go up right. this or that. I want. I'm curious. Um. All right. So, stuff for black excellence. 
black excellence where we hype you up gas you up give you your props because there's room for everybody at the tip who you talk about Dwayne? not the at the tip at the tip okay. period pool oh or my god it. i just remember that freaking meme you sent me you ruined everything <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um okay yeah, this that. week that. we are talking about Shantanique Moore. Come on, Shantanique. Right. I love that name. Oh, um, it's pretty. She is a flutist, um, actor, freelance musician, and a flute instructor. Um, she's performed with a lot of um, great orchestras: Detroit Symphony, the Toledo Symphony, the Fort Wayne Philharmonic, lots okay. of others. Period. Um, right. She most recently. This was a couple months ago, and I remember like you know we have a growing list of news and black excellence and that kind of stuff, and I remember like like I'm like I never mentioned this, um, but a couple months ago in May she was um, selected to be a fellow with the Pittsburgh Symphony Orchestra. Oh, shoot. Oh, right. Girl, like, she, she bowed it about oh, it. She, oh, she that girl. Right. Okay, that's what um, I see here. So, I'm going to get into some of her previous accolades. You know this. Buckle up. Um, oh, my God. We going to be here? Right. For a minute? <laughs> okay. I well, I'm, I'm going to keep it concise. Because, um, like, I'll give y'all a chance to, to explore her website and whatnot. Very nice website, very pretty. Um, so she won first prize in 2016 at the Irvin Monroe Young Artist Competition. Period. In, in 2012, <laughs> she won the Wayne State Concerto Competition, and in 2013, the Southern Great Lakes Concerto Competition. Um, she's been invited as a guest soloist um, with on on numerous occasions. Okay, occasions. Today, <laughs> I, I was about to say numerous. <laughs> Are you weed? Okay. I must take a speech class. Like, I promise you guys I'll do it. My like, answer is no. <laughs> um, on numerous occasions, she's been a guest soloist with ensembles, um, various ensembles, such as the Birmingham Concert Band, um, the Thurston High School Honors Band. Um, she's also, uh, she completed her, stu- her studies at Wayne State University, and she was awarded several scholarships and academic awards. So, Better. come on, talented and smart. And smart. Like, <laughs> period. Um, um, she's also uh, an advocate for musicianship and flute playing. She served on the board of directors at the Southeast Michigan Flute Association. Okay. And also as a secretary um, and flute choir director. Um yeah, so um, when she's not practicing a performance, she enjoys kayaking. Kayak, kayaking. Oh, she adventurous. That because that's a, okay. I've been canoeing, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But kayak, but kayak, the little ski. No, kayaking that's gonna be like a, canoeing on steroids. Yeah, like, that's gonna be a no for me. A smooth, <laughs> resounding no, actually. Right. So, um, she's also studied with um, you know, many great teachers. Pres- uh participated in a lot of master classes i know y'all flute folks will know those people's names i personally don't but (laughs) i mean why would i right could y'all name a famous basis like um yeah i I mean well i mean like i could i can name a few famous violists but that's closer to me than yeah i I mean i don't know what y'all woodwind girls be doing i really can't tell you (laughs) yeah can i name a famous oh adam sadbury oh yeah (laughs) adam sadbury oh and jacqueline yeah but like who Uh, I know that one girl, I would recognize her. She's in, she went to Curtis. She's black. Um, she's in one of the, it's not about her. All right. So <laughs> I just realized, I was like, wait, hold up. Her name is like Sonora, I think. Sonora oh, that's pretty. Golem or something. Anyway. Sonora? Like sound? Her mom yeah. knew. Her mom was like, my yeah. baby gonna play, okay? Right. <laughs> Period. All right, but um, <laughs> I'm going to leak. 
Like, oh my gosh, I was linked. But we, Shantanique Moore's socials and her website. Period. I that's what I am going to do, and I'm done talking for the rest of the episode. Katie, what is the piece of the week? <laughs> okay, so I got a little bit of a different piece. Uh, because okay I think A2s are slept on I really do like some A2s I really enjoy playing why your face goes sour <laughs> I'm like what is she gonna say cause you down my neck about Finlandia so what you then you better come with the dee, 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 dee. okay so Kreutzer this- shit okay Kreutzer's nice sometimes okay so there's a um an Italian co- composer named Campagnoli and he oh, wrote some very nice viola caprices I heard this and like they're freaking nice okay i'm gonna shout out uh number 25 if you're a string player particularly a violist like i know a couple of violas listen to the show like take, check them out also like play them they're kind of difficult um but if you use the right edition like don't be doing what william Pringham was doing because ain't nobody was doing what he was doing since he left this earth however um well he literally couldn't hold a candle to you so okay so we're gonna ignore that you said that but i'm shouting out no number way. I'm shouting out number 25. That's my favorite one. That's what it sounds like. And he goes, it's a variation. And he goes, you know me, I love me a good variation. I feel like they're so black. But uh, yeah, that's my piece of the week. Campagnoli, number 25. Viola, A2. Okay, uh, we should say this before we wrap it up. So, y'all. <laughs> Help us out, please. Go to the link in the description box of the show and the, whatever it's called, and vote for us. Pick us on the Paul CM twenty one. The episode, the link will be in the episode. I, I don't know why we're struggling. So we've been working, but um, the link will be there. It takes three seconds. Like, click on the link. Pick us. Help us out. We need the numbers. Listen, out of all the listens we get every week. If a quarter of you just click, <laughs> like that's all we literally need. All right, right. so help us out. I have three trillion listens every week. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but like help us out, please. And we'll post it on our IG. I said I was gonna do that last week, but you know, pray for me. Um, but yeah, this is I don't know. We get really. I do know what we get. It's complicated. We get like a, a couple of things, but like just vote for us. Help us out. Okay. <laughs> Um. Oh, and we're right on time. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to check. Okay, <laughs> turn the mic off. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try for real. Every time I have to try to speak really clearly, the lady stares at me. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, you're a child. <laughs> An intermission suggestion, black excellence suggestion, send them to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com. And we will talk to y'all next week. Probably by myself because I'm really tired of them. I can't. I wish your name Delaney. I said Delaney. Okay. Turn on the mics. I'm leaving. You can say. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs>